Most victims of narcissistic abuse I have spoken with are devoted animal lovers. It won't surprise you if you know anything about narcissists, but they're not the same way. Even ones that may claim to love animals really don't love them, because narcissists have no clue on how to genuinely love anyone or anything. Animals are nothing but potential narcissistic supply. I realized that with my parents several years ago. When they would visit my home, if any of my pets paid them attention, they were happy. But if one didn't want their attention, that one was criticized. Not only when the incident happened, but sometimes for a very long time after the incident. I adopted Magic, my first cat, the day before Halloween in 1990. I took him to my parents' house shortly after to introduce him to them. My mother decided she wanted to pick Magic up. I said he only likes me to hold him, but she didn't listen. In fact, she said Magic would like it when she held him. He didn't. Magic scratched her, so when she put him down, or she put him down very quickly, my mother and I stopped speaking in 2016, but up until that time, she still mentioned Magic negatively sometimes. He died in 2007, and she still criticized him years after his death. Proverbs 12.10 says a righteous person cares about the needs of their animals. If you have pets, as a pet parent, part of your parenting job is to protect your pets from any danger, and that includes narcissists. If the narcissist in your life physically is abusive to you, chances are good your pet will be abused too if your pet's not being abused already. If you can escape, please do it and protect yourself and your pet. If you aren't able to, how about trying to find a home for your pet until you can escape? If your pet has been hurt, document everything. Take pictures and have a copy of his or her veterinary record. Documentation of bad behavior is always a good thing. Even if what the narcissist did to your pet wasn't illegal, document anyway. That way, one day if your narcissist breaks the law, it can help your case to have proof of bad behavior, even if it wasn't illegal. If a narcissist is physically and emotionally abusive, remember, animals understand what people say. I have no doubt of this. I've seen way too much evidence proving they do. When my parents would upset me, there were always at least two of my cats there to distract them. Chester and Valentine in particular are very sweet cats, but they're also very protective of me. When my parents would come to my home, Chester and Valentine would sit by them. Every single time they said something that upset me, the cats would scratch or bite my parents' hand. It happened way too many times to be just a coincidence. Also, my parents would say cruel and hurtful things to my pets. It hurt their feelings. Poor Chester was called fat more times than I can count. He's a very muscular, solid little cat, but at first glance, he does look kind of chubby. It got bad enough that I told my parents no more nasty comments to the pets or they're not allowed of my house. Whatever the narcissist in your life does with your pet, protect him or her. It can be very hard to stand up to a narcissist, I know, but you have to protect your pet. You're that pet's only protector. As always, when you talk to the narcissist about it, do it calmly in a simple, matter-of-fact way. Any emotions you show would become narcissistic supply and something the narcissist could use to hurt you again at a future date. As an example, telling my parents not to insult my pets, I just calmly said, I'm not going to tolerate talking badly to them anymore in our own home. If you do it again, you're not going to be allowed back here. My father never said another word back to me on the topic, and he didn't insult them again. My mother defended herself pretty vehemently, but at least she stayed away from my home for a long time after the conversation, and she behaved much better when she finally did return. I wish you the best in this difficult situation.